here this morning. Did you know this is the lighting of the fourth candle of the candles of Advent as we are one, this is it, this is it, Christmas is Tuesday, right? We encourage you to come back tomorrow at five o'clock for a short Christmas Eve service. We have just five to six o'clock. You bring your family, bring your friends. You say, well, I've got guests coming in town. Well, bring them out. They will truly enjoy that uh, gathering together we'll have here at five o'clock. And uh, we'd just love to see you there as well. But this is so exciting to be able to celebrate this time of the year. I love it that it is Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. It is Jesus Christ to be celebrated. How awesome is that? Uh, my wife was saying earlier that uh, the, when I don't get a gift tomorrow or uh, Tuesday morning, that what was it? That you, when I got you, that was the best. I got everything I needed. Right. Right. I got to learn that because I'm going to use that on her as well. And... Uh, and we're going to enjoy uh, not having to run out and do any last-minute stuff. Uh, I love blessing her all year long. I'm like, honey, if you want it, don't wait for your birthday. Don't wait for your... Someone posted, uh, I think Brother Jeff posted a, a meme of some really stretched-out uh, undergarment. And uh, they were this little draggy baggy and, and the, men, the uh, holes in it. And it said, hold on, men, Christmas is coming. You don't have to wait till Christmas to get you some new undergarments, you know. Uh, you, can, you can bless each other. God's blessed us to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. This is all about Jesus Christ. Well, I was told that uh, with all the extra programs, the dances and the songs and all, that uh, I needed to prepare something short and sweet. And then they looked at me with a questioned, raised eyebrow and said, is that possible? So we're going to see if a miracle can take place here this morning, and let's see if that's possible. But I cannot let this morning pass us by without sharing with you the word the Lord has laid on my heart, and, uh, and, and I'll try to make it short and sweet, but let me tell you what, it is very relevant, and it is what we need to hear, I believe the Lord would say. So looking in Matthew chapter 1, two verses of scripture there in 20 and 21, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you, Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus. The angel messenger of God said that God said, you're going to have this miracle son, and you shall call his name Jesus. You shall call his name what? Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. I'm telling you, as you study the Bible, you will see that there are probably more names ascribed to Jesus than any other character in the Bible. We see that throughout the scripture, uh, list upon lists of names. He is called the last Adam. He is called the author and the finisher of our faith. He is called the Alpha and the Omega, the Ancient of Days, the only begotten Son of God. He's called the Beloved, the Bread of Life, the Bridegroom, the Bright and Morning Star, the Everlasting Father, Emmanuel, God with us. We see in the Bible he's called a friend. He is called the first fruit. He is called the fountain of life. He is called God the great physician, our present help in time of trouble. 
I see in the Word of God that He is called the healer. He's called husband, the horn of salvation, the head of the church, and hell's dread and heaven's wonder. I see in the Scripture He is referred to as the I Am, the image of God, immortal, the very invisible. He is King of kings and Lord of lords, life and light and the lily of the valley and the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is called love, the living stone, and the Lord of glory. Man, He has some names. He is called Messiah. He is called Master, the only begotten of God. He is called Priest, Passover, Potentate, Prophet, and the Prince of Peace. We look through the pages of the Holy Script and we see that He's called the Shepherd of the Sheep, the Son of God, the Servant, the Seed of the Woman, the Savior, the Sinless Sacrifice, and the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is called teacher. He is called truth. He is called tabernacle. He is called tree of life. The word, the way, the truth, and the life. The wisdom of God and wonderful. We find in the Bible He is the fairest of 10,000 altogether lovely, altogether wonderful King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. The names go on and on and on describing the character and the nature of the Son of the living God, Jesus the Christ. But I'm here to tell you this morning of all the names that have been given to Him, there is none so precious, there is none so sweet, there is none so majestic, and there is none so powerful than the name of Jesus. And you shall call His name Jesus. God sent His messenger angel and says, no, you're not going to just call Him any name, but you're going to call Him Jesus because He is here to save His people from their sin. Let me tell you, God so loved the world. He so loved you. He so loved me that He sent His only begotten Son as the gift of heaven to earth. And Jesus came that if we would believe on Him, we should not perish but have everlasting life. Let me tell you what, we have the most precious gift of all. The gift that you have under the tree, the gift that you give to someone or receive from someone, those things are temporary. But we have the gift of an everlasting life that is provided for us in and through Jesus Christ. And if you've not taken that gift and opened it up and received it, receive it today. Let this be the first Christmas that you celebrate eternity with God beginning even now. Hallelujah. Oh, the name of Jesus, the most powerful name in all the world, the most powerful name in heaven and on earth and even under the earth. I'm here to tell you, he says a lot here. His name shall be called Jesus, for he will save. He will sozo. Sozo means he will heal. He will make whole. He will take the broken pieces and put them back together. He will take that which is limping and cause it to leap. He calls that which is lame and calls it to walk. That's what sozo means. It will bring light into darkness, and it will turn the tide of what the enemy meant for evil can get turned for good because of the sozo saving power of our God. And it comes in and through the name of Jesus. Jesus! Hallelujah! It's all about Jesus! Praise His holy name! 
I want to give you several points to take home with you as we close here today. And number one is there is salvation in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, you may know somebody else's name. You may come up with a lot of Christmas titles and Christmas names, but all of that will fade away. And there's one name that will remain standing, and that's the name of Jesus. There's forgiveness in His name. No other forgiveness you'll ever find. True forgiveness will come through other, another name other than the name of Jesus. There's provision in His name. Jesus said in John 14 and 14, if you ask anything in My name, I will do it. Jesus said, I was given the name by My Father through the angel to My earthly, uh, uh, you might would say, guardian father Joseph. He was told to name Me Jesus. 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 Yeshua. The Joshua in Hebrew. The Jesus in the Greek. Joshua led the uh, children out of bondage. God's children into the promised land. I'm telling you, Jesus is the lead us out of the wilderness into the promises of God. Everything that we have hope of, everything that we dream of, everything that we pray for comes to us through Jesus. Hallelujah. We may light the lights and we may set up uh, the ribbons and we may sing the carols and we may do all this Christmas stuff. Let me tell you what, some even looking at this, the, you know, what St. Nicholas did when he was a, such a giver, giving away his, his parent, uh, left him with his great inheritance and he was such a giver in helping the needy and so forth in the name of Jesus and they've taken it and there's a lot of commercialization that has come out of that but I'm telling you what, you better not get your eyes on that and miss the point. The point is it's about Jesus. Jesus, the greatest gift, the greatest power, the greatest anointing that God has for us in and through His Son, Jesus Christ. There's salvation in His name. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, there's divine assistance in His name. You are not by yourself. Let me tell you what, he, Jesus said, the Helper, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in My name. Jesus says, by the Father sending the Helper. He's sending the Comforter. He's sending My Spirit to be in you, flow through you. What you've seen me do, you're going to be able to do in even greater things because my Spirit is going to dwell in you and He's coming in my name. In the name of Jesus, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. Let me tell you, we're not walking through this life by ourselves. Some people said Christmas time is a lonely time because I feel more alone than ever. I said wake up to the truth. Wake up to the truth. There may not be a man or a woman walking with you right now but the Holy Ghost of God, the Spirit of the living God is here. He is with you. He is your comforter. He is the presence of God. There is divine assistance in His name. I'm telling you, you don't know something? He has the divine no. You need wisdom? He has the divine wisdom. You need understanding? He'll give you divine understanding. You need the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the living God. And He's not just going to walk with you. He wants to live in you and flow through you. Hallelujah! To bring forth the manifest of His gifts to the world through you. We have divine assistance in His name. And I cannot go through this Christmas season and look at this Scripture that you shall call His name Jesus without reminding you and myself that there is healing in His name. There is healing in His name. Hallelujah. These signs shall follow those who believe. Jesus said, in My name. Not another name. Muhammad's name won't do it. Buddha's name won't do it. A doctor's name won't do it. An organization's name won't 
won't do it. A health treatment won't do it. A nutritional plan won't do it. It's going to take the name that is above every name, and that is the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they'll lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. They had seen this man lame from his mother's womb laid there at the temple daily. They had seen him numerous times. I believe that Peter and John said, we got to make sure. You know, we gave him money last time. And the time before that, he's going to expect us to give him some more money. But oh, we found something that we didn't have before. Remember, Peter was denying the Lord. Peter was uh, cursing God, uh, cursing that he even knew God. And then the Holy Ghost came. Came. Hallelujah. And when the Holy Ghost came in the name of Jesus, Peter got a boldness and he preached the first sermon uh, that birthed the church. Uh, there's a boldness. He's like, wow, there really is anointing in the name of Jesus. There really is power in the name of Jesus. And this power, Jesus said, would raise up the sick. Hallelujah. So he said, John, we got to make sure we don't have any of that silver and gold with us because I'm telling you, he wants a handout. We got, we're going to bring him a hand up today. Hallelujah. And they're walking by and they said unto him, he's looking to receive and they, you know, he, I'm sure they've given before many times, but here today they said, look, we didn't come with any silver and gold. That's just a temporary relief. That just gets you by for another burger or another meal or something like that. But we come to you with real power today. We come to you with real help today. Uh, and he took him by the hand and he said, in the name of Jesus of Christ, uh, Nazareth, rise up and walk. Uh, and a man who had never walked in his life did not need rehabilitation. He did not need somebody to come and work him up and build up his muscle and teach his mind how to balance and walk. No, he'd never walked like a toddler walked. He'd never learned like a toddler would learn. But when the Holy Ghost comes, he can do what man can't do. He can do what time can't do. And he says, rise up. And the man stands. And then the man begins to walk. Then the man begins to run. Then and the man begins to leap with joy. Hallelujah. And he goes into the temple where he was never allowed before because the infirm could not go in the temple. And he's turning the place right side up because there's healing in the name of Jesus. I pray today some of you would say, you know what? I need to put my checkbook aside. That's not, that's not going to fix it. I need to put this program aside and say, you know what? You may have your benefit and you may have some, uh, you may have some asset that can help here or there, but you know what? You're not my healer and you're not my healer. Jesus is my healer. Let me tell you what, you've tried and you've spent all the money like the woman with the issue of blood and you've gone to the doctors and the doctors can't do but so much and they're like, we've done everything we've been trained to do and it's not working. We don't know what else to do. And you know what? And, and she's paid all her money and she still has an issue. But let me tell you what the Holy Ghost dropped the thought in her mind. If you could but touch the hem of His garment, oh, the Son of Righteousness will rise and there will be healing in His wings. That really means a prophetic word that when the Son of Righteousness rises up, that the tallit that He wears, it will have those, they call it the hem of His garment, but it's really the, 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 the wings on it. 
and says, there will be healing in his wings. And she said, if I can but touch that. She said, I know I'll be healed. And she crawled. She said, man, I've crawled to the doctor's office. And I've crawled to rehab. And I've crawled here. And I've crawled there. I'm not beyond crawling. I'm going to crawl to Jesus. I'm telling you what, you've reached out to the left and you've reached out to the right. But what you need is Jesus. Your faith needs to be awakened today for you to realize that there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. But you got to take hold of Him today. you got to take hold of Him today and say, it's you, Jesus, and nothing else and nothing more. There's healing in the name of Jesus. The devil don't like to hear this. They dragged Peter and John into the courts and they said, what is this stirring you're doing? And they discussed among themselves, that's the man that was lame from his mother's womb, always there. We've seen him for all these years. It's real deal. They ain't no way they're faking this. This is the real deal. What are we going to do? Oh my goodness. Well, we'll get a plea deal going here. We'll let you guys go. Plea bargain this thing out. As long as you don't teach or preach in the name of Jesus. The authorities under the authority of the enemy said you can play church you can do your festivities you can do all of the stuff that looks so cool but you got to keep the name of Jesus out of it you can have your little motion and you can have your routine and tradition but you keep the name of Jesus out of it and we'll let you go and Peter said, there's no other name under heaven given among men that by which they shall be saved. You can try what you will. We will not take this plea agreement because there's no other name. we got to go out of here. We've tried it in our own effort. We fished all night with our own expertise and couldn't catch it. But there was a man named Jesus who said, took your nets on the other side. We've seen it with our own eyes. We've seen it and we can't back up now. We've got to go and teach and preach and pray in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Some of you have been dragging that bondage around. There was a time in your life that the devil throwed the hook in the sea of your life and he had some bait on it. Oh, sin has pleasure for but a season. And that bait on the hook looked so good. It was so yummy that you bit down on it and the devil set the hook. Whether it drugs, whether it alcohol, whether it relationships, whether it lifestyle, whether it be a bondage and poverty, whatever it is, you've been dragging that thing around. And the devil will let you go so far. He's put a shock collar on you. And sometimes you don't even realize where the, 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 the boundaries have been buried. And he's a sicko. He'll move it in the night. So where you could go this day, the next day, you get shocked. And the devil just laughs as he limits you more and more and more. But I'm here to tell you the devil is not king of kings and lord of lords. I'm here to tell you he is but a serpent and a scorpion that needs to be stomped under our feet as we exercise the authority that God has given us in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus said, and these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, they will cast out demons. It's today in the age when we need to realize that every negative attack that is coming against us is coming from the forces of hell. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. It's time we open our eyes and not stop saying, well, this is just a generational thing or, or this is just a, a human nature. It's the devil and it's time we rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus the name he'll listen to the authority that he'll yield to and say get out of me get off of me and get away in the name of Jesus there was a woman full of demon and this demon gave her the ability to fortune tell stay away from horoscopes stay away from fortune telling stay away from that witchcraft the world, makes, make a look, the world makes a lot of things look cool, but let me tell you what, that's the bait on the hook. There's a hook there, and the devil will drag you down to the pit of hell. And there she was, becoming very annoying. Paul could sense and discern what spirit was operating. And he finally turns to her. And what did he say? He said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And look at what the scripture says. He, that, that demon, that demon came out that very hour. I'm telling you, it's time for some of you to walk into Christmas demon-free. Demon-free. Come on now. We know what fat-free is. We know what carb-free is. Uh, come on now. We know what cholesterol-free is. But it's time that we start living a healthier life and start living demon-free. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Ain't no demon near me. Let me tell you what. Why do you need the whole armor of God? Sounds like to me the fiery darts of hell is trying to hit you, the Christian. The devil is trying to vex you as he vexed Paul. But you got to know who you are and whose you are and what name you operate in. And you need to operate in the power and the might of the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come out of her. Get out of my house. Get out of my life. Get out of my business. In the name of Jesus. And then finally... I could go on and on, but they said I had to make it short and sweet. There is victory. There is victory in the name of Jesus. Do you hear me? As we step into Christmas 2018, and as we wrap up this year and step into 2019, you need to know, saints of God, that there is victory in the name of Jesus. There is victory over every challenge, over everything in the name of Jesus. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Do you see the Bible didn't leave one out? Every knee in heaven, every knee on earth, and every knee under this earth must bow to what? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. I'm here to tell you those demons that you rebuke in the name of Jesus, those spirits of infirmity that you rebuke in the name of Jesus, those spirits of poverty that you rebuke in the name of Jesus, uh, those spirits of confusion that you rebuke in the name of Jesus, the spirit of fear that you rebuke in the name of Jesus, they already know. They got the memo that they got to bow their knee and they got to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is the boss. 
Jesus Christ has the last say. When Jesus says it, it's done. And there's no talking back. There's no biting back. And when we come in the name of Jesus, been given that authority to use His name, they must bow, they must break, they must loose, they must move when we come against them in the name of Jesus. Be assured of this, church. Jesus Christ is presently at the right hand of the Father. He has a name that is above all names. King of kings and Lord of lords. And be reminded that all of His enemies are under His feet. And of His government and of His peace, there will be no end. And our prayer is, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are here as ambassadors. We are here on divine assignment. We are here to usher in the authority and the power of heaven on earth. In and through the name of Jesus, you shall call His name Jesus. Jesus. I say to you this morning, call on the name of Jesus. And He will save you. He will rescue you. He will help you up. He will help you up. You say, I've fallen. Don't take that commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. No, no, no. You may have fallen, but you can reach out. There's a nail-scarred hand reaching out to you. And He's ready to take you and lift you up and to lead you into victory and to cause you to finish well. I know a lot of people who start out young as our young children who are serving the Lord, loving Jesus. But as they live life, they keep forgetting and they keep, uh, you know, somehow or another losing sight. They look at the commercialization of, of even the church in the world and, and they forget the power source. It's through the relationship with the God who shed his blood to found the church. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I've seen many folks that started out even preaching and ministering and evangelizing and just wide open fall away in the later years. And they don't end well. I'm here to tell you, I'm here to help you end well. Victory is yours, but you've got to stay in the race. This is a good fight of faith. You've got to fight. You've got to fight. You've got to run as the wind. And I'm here to encourage you to finish well. Back in 1992, the summer of 92, I was called to come and take this property. We were inheriting some animals and we were starting a Noah's Ark, but we said, we'll get rid of the raccoons and the squirrels and we'll get rid of the birds and we'll get some real people. And we started this church that you are such a glorious part of. We thank you. But it was that same summer that I came here in Barcelona, Spain, it was the Summer Olympics. And there was one particular uh, event that got a lot of attention. It was the 400-meter race. And the lead runner from Britain was Derek Redman. And he started out, and boy, everyone was cheering him on, and he is getting ahead of the pack. But about 200 so, so meters short of the finish line, he tore a hamstring. You could see it. He's running, and he just tears. And there's excruciating pain. 
And it threw him down on the ground. I don't know if you ever watched it. You can see it on YouTube. We don't have time to look at it this morning. But just listen to the story. And he was laying there like this. here, crying out in pain. That pain was so intense because he was now losing everything that he had trained for. Everything he had been working for for years is, is being robbed from him. And if you'll remember, he tried to drag himself toward the finish line. He wanted to finish, but the pain was so bad. He got up on one foot and he began to hop. And with every bit of effort, it was just too much pain. And you can see it on his face. He's crying out because he's tore up from the floor up. And then there was a gentleman moving in the bleachers from the top of the bleachers. And the attention is drawn as he's making his way through the security and making his way through the barricades. And he works his way all the way down onto the track. His name is Jim Redmond, Derek's daddy. And, and Derek tells his daddy, Daddy, I don't want to go out like this. I, I want to finish the race. And that's when Jim Redmond says, Son, we're going to do it. I'm here to help you. And he put Derek's arm around his shoulder. And then he takes his arm and puts it around Derek's waist. And he said, Son, we're going to finish this race together. And he helped Derek Redmond step by painful step. If you watch the video, you just cry. You're like, oh, you hurt all over as he's helping him step by step, as he's moving step by step to the finish line. And when he got right near the finish line, his dad says, you're going to finish this by yourself, but I'm right here, son. And he steps back, and, and Derek, with that tore up, painful hamstring, he crosses the finish line. Over 65,000 people give him a standing ovation on that day. What a glorious, glorious finish for one who had such a, a, a setback. But I'm here to tell you today. I'm here to tell somebody who's listening to me today. You may be broke down. You may be tore up. You may have failed. You may have sinned. You may have really messed up. You may have disregarded the truth of God. But the Bible says that God, He saw us broke down in our sin. He was in the bleachers of heaven. And He saw us broken in our sickness and broke down in pain and broke down in our bondages and just broke. And God so loved you and God so loved me that He sent His only begotten Son whose name is Jesus. And Jesus came down out of the stands. Read Philippians 2, 5-11 through 11, as you see Him moving His way step by step coming down out of the stands. He came down out of the stands to be where you and I are in our fallen state. And because He sees us in our pain and He sees our desire to finish well somebody here has failed somebody here is dealing with difficulty somebody here you feel it is over but God said it's not over you can finish well my son has come out of the bleachers he's on the track with you come on now he'll pick you up he'll put your arm around his shoulder and he'll put his arm around your waist and he'll say we're going to walk this thing together I'll help you finish across the finish line for his glory but we got to keep our eyes on Jesus he's the alpha and the omega he's the beginning and the end he's the author and the finisher he is the El Shaddai our God of more than enough he's your Jehovah Jireh your God your provider Jehovah Rapha your God your healer hallelujah and his name is Jesus 
Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus. He will help you. He'll help you get up. He'll help you get going. He'll help you finish well. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me, please? Being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you, he will complete it. He will complete it. You're not going down, you're going up. You're not going down, you're going over. I declare over you right now in the name of Jesus, the devil's not going to have you because there's a name that can rescue you. There's a name that can bring forgiveness. There's a name that can bring deliverance and healing and the power of heaven to earth. And he himself who carries the name, who sit in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit of God is here to help you being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ but here's our key we got to look unto Jesus the ribbons won't do it the traditions of men won't do it no matter how fancy they are it won't do it the presents won't do it the costumes won't do it do you hear what I'm saying none of that's going to do it you got to keep your eyes on Jesus Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. You say, well, it's not his birthday. It's, we're celebrating his birthday. It's the only time we can get the whole world together to celebrate his birthday. It probably was Rosh Hashanah around that time, but nonetheless, we got the whole world and all the time zones and all the, some people are having summer while we're having winter. We got everybody together on a day. Let's just stick with that and say that's when we was able to get the family all together. Happy birthday, Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. If you've fallen down, if you're in a place of great pain, you're living in bondage, the enemy has any upper hand on you, you can end it right now. You can end it right now by coming and submitting under the name of Jesus. 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 Oh, just close your eyes. Don't talk to Pastor Tim. Don't talk to your neighbor. Don't even just talk to yourself. Talk to Him. Jesus, He's here. Jesus. I declare Your Lordship over my life. You said every knee must bow. I bow my knees. I posture my heart. I posture my soul. I posture my mind. I posture my spirit. I posture my flesh. As I bow, as I surrender to Your Lordship. Give God the greatest gift you can give Him today. That's by giving Him your heart and life. Right now, Jesus, just call on Him. Jesus, Jesus, I surrender to You. I give You my heart. I give You my life. Come in, Lord. You see the mess in here, Lord. Thank You, Lord. You're an expert at cleaning up. You said Your blood washes away my sin white as snow. Cast in the sea of forgetfulness, never to be recalled again. Come in and cleanse me, Lord. I for, forgive me, Lord God, as I repent. I change my mind. I don't want to live in my strength. I want to live in your strength. I don't want to have my way. I want to have your way. I repent. I turn to you. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, call on the name that saves. Call on the name that heals. Call on the name that delivers. Call on the name that gives victory. Jesus, Jesus. I surrender my life to you. I declare your Lordship. You said every tongue 
heaven, earth, and even under the earth has to declare your lordship. I'm not going to be in hell because I denied you and then have to declare your lordship. I'm going to declare your lordship now. Thank you for loving me so much, God, for giving me the greatest gift of all, eternal life in and through your son, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus. Begin to rebuke the devil. Go through this week. Don't you, anything, anything negative pops up you, so I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Anything try to come up from the past, so I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I resist you. You got to go. You got to go. Putting up with you no more. You've been a squatter for too long. You demons of hell, you squat and you just take. And you keep throwing me down. No more. I was called to be an eagle, not a chicken. I'm going to soar. I'm going up. I'm going to soar. So devil, I, re I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, spirit of sickness and disease and infirmity, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Spirit of poverty, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Go! Spirit of fear, go! In the name of Jesus. Bondage, go! Addiction, go! Pornography, go. Alcoholism, go. Drugs, go. Any addiction, go. Bad relationships, go. In the name of Jesus. Because this day, my focus is on my Savior, Jesus the Christ, my Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody that says Jesus is my King of kings and Lord of lords, let's just, as a sign of surrender, lift our hands to Him and say, Jesus, I'm yours. I'm yours. Unashamedly, I'm yours. You said I should lift my hands in the congregation. Lord, here I am. I'm yours. I want to live my life for you. To you be the glory, the honor, and the praise. Amen? Amen! Hallelujah!